Hey everyone, welcome to the High Vibe Human Podcast Redesigned. I'm your host, Lexi Ray, a human design reader and early childhood and family specialist. I am gifted in understanding human energetics, relationship dynamics, and family dynamics. I founded High Vibe Human with the intention to share the magic of human design in practice. We are all about raising your vibrations to connect with yourself on a deeper level. When we understand ourselves and the world around us, we are better able to show up and create the life we truly desire. I am so proud of you for being here. Let's heal together. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the High Vibe Human Podcast, Redesigned. I'm your host, Lexi Ray, and we are going to talk about imposter syndrome today. So first, what I want to do with you is take a moment and ground our bodies. Um, I have a special card from my Angels and Ancestors Oracle deck that I'm going to pull for you. Um, And yeah, it's going to set the stage for today's episode. All right, I want everyone to, if you can, close your eyes. If you're driving, please do not. (laughs) Put one hand on your heart space, put one hand on your stomach, and let's take a deep belly breath. Fill your belly with air. Breathe in, expand your diaphragm. Let it go. We're going to do two more just like that. Breathe in, expand your stomach, and then your diaphragm. Let it go, open mouth. One more. All right. My oracle card today for you guys actually fits perfectly with our theme today of talking about imposter syndrome. Um, This card is called the Magic Guardian card. Here's what this card is all about. Magic with a K is the energy of the universe that allows you to manifest and create through the direction and power of your will. It changes according to your frequency. The Magic Guardian is a representation of the Angel of Magic, who helps you direct your will to bring something into creation. She is the angel who swirls around shamans and wise ones when they are calling on the energy of magic to help them manifest something that will be healing and supportive of their path. She is the angel of all magic that is directed for the highest good of whoever is working with it. Here's the extended message of this card. You are the magic. You are the answer. You have it all within you. If you've been searching for an answer or a reason to focus, you are a powerful and magical person with the capacity to direct your intentions and will your desires into being. But your power can only be powerful when you own it, so take time to acknowledge it. Your ability to dedicate yourself to a goal and make it happen is a real gift that you are being guided to recognize now. When I drew this card for today's episode, I was 
absolutely blown away by the synchronicity within this card and today's episode. So the Magic Guardian is basically here to remind us that we don't need to listen to that imposter syndrome mindset that will creep into our heads sometimes. And we have all of the answers and power within us to manifest whatever we want. So Harvard Business Review talks about imposter syndrome on one of their posts. And in summary, here's what they say. Imposter syndrome or doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud at work is a diagnosis often given to women. But the fact that it's considered a diagnosis at all is problematic. The concept whose development in the 70s excluded the effects of systemic racism, classism, xenophobia, and other biases, took a fairly universal feeling of discomfort, second-guessing, and mild anxiety in the workplace and pathologized it, especially for women. The answer to overcoming imposter syndrome is not to fix individuals, but to create an environment that fosters a number of different leadership styles and where diversity of racial, ethnic, and gender identities is viewed as just as professional as the current model. Um, They go on to say things about how imposter syndrome can actually be showing up more as anxiety or depression. Um, or another underlying neurocognition diagnosis or misdiagnosis. Um, I talk a lot about neurocognition and neurodiversity in episode 23, so if you want to go back and listen to that, um, it's a really good one. Okay, so imposter syndrome is very common. Um, It's seen in about 70% of people will experience this type of... um, phenomenon in their lives. It's not an official diagnosis of mental disorders, um, according to the DSM-5, but um, it is recognized as something that people experience, and it's more of a symptom of something else like anxiety, depression, or another neurocognitive type of um, diagnosis or misdiagnosis. So if you think you might be suffering from imposter syndrome, ask yourself a few questions. Do you agonize over the smallest mistakes or flaws in your work? Do you attribute your success or luck to outside factors? Are you very sensitive to even constructive criticism? Do you feel like you will inevitably be found out as a phony? Do you downplay your own expertise even in areas where you are genuinely more skilled than others? Like we talked about just a few minutes ago, this can definitely be found in the workplace, especially for women, people of color. A few causes of imposter syndrome um, or experiencing imposter syndrome Our subconscious brains are developed between the ages of zero to seven, and some will say, um, zero to 14. For example, maybe you have a family that highly values achievement in academics and you had parents that would always kind of, um, when your grades are good, then your worth is good. And making that association as a child can be, um, detrimental to your mental health and end up giving you serious imposter syndrome when you're older if you're not able to 
meet those standards or if you're not able to make your own standards and you're kind of looking for other people um, to fulfill their standards. Another cause of imposter syndrome might be a new work or school opportunity. So taking on something that is like a new role for you. Um, Maybe starting college, starting a new career, feeling like you don't belong in a place or you're not capable of doing something that others around you are doing just because it's new for you. Uh, Just feeling the pressure to achieve and succeed um, can can trigger these feelings of um, like inadequacy or um, yeah, in these, in these new roles. Another cause of imposter syndrome could also be your personality, but I feel like this one also plays into like your family upbringing and um, your subconscious beliefs that you have created for yourself based on your childhood, um, uh, perfectionism, neuroticism, low self-esteem, um, are just a few things that can trigger imposter syndrome. Social anxiety or social anxiety disorder can also trigger imposter syndrome, uh, majorly. Uh, a lot of us, I feel, experience social anxiety, um, and maybe thanks to technology, maybe, maybe not, Maybe thanks to just the sheer amount of humans on earth compared to 20 years ago. Symptoms of social anxiety can kind of fuel imposter syndrome, but that doesn't mean that everyone who experiences imposter syndrome also experiences social anxiety and vice versa. These things might not overlap for some people. Okay, so a few tips on kind of how to deal with um, imposter syndrome. Actually, I kind of want to talk about the different types of imposter syndrome first. Um, I don't 100% agree with all of these because like we said before, imposter syndrome can come from a variety of different things, Um, mostly kind of your subconscious beliefs also correlated with what you're currently going through right now in the moment. Um, But here are different types of imposter syndromes that I keep finding all over, like google on the internet this one is from very well mind our gardener is still here (laughs) so um sorry about the noise okay it doesn't seem to be as loud anymore um okay so we were over here the different types of imposter syndrome um there are the perfectionist self-explanatory perfectionists are never satisfied with their work and they think that it can always be better so they're always saying that people are going to find out that this isn't their best and they just put so much pressure on themselves um i definitely feel like this a thousand percent stems from uh childhood and how we were parented and the expectations that were put on us as a kid Um, The second is the superhero. These individuals feel inadequate because they're always pushing themselves to work as hard as possible. They they kind of have this like savior concept where if they're not um, the person that is a superhero in another person's life, then their worth isn't, um, you know, like their self-worth is low. It's more of a a self-worth kind of... (laughs) Um, issue here. 
Uh, next is the expert. So these individuals are always trying to learn more and are never satisfied with their their um, level of understanding of a certain subject, even though they are obviously like an expert in whatever area they are. They just kind of get stuck in this learning phase and um, they never feel like they have enough information. I can definitely find myself getting stuck in this one. Um, the natural genius is the fourth uh, type of imposter syndrome. And these people are, um, these people set like really high expectations for themselves and are always uh, crushed when they don't succeed like on their very first try. So the natural genius always feels like they need to get it right the first time. Um, this can definitely stem from childhood, not getting it right the first time and feeling like a failure because you were told that like, no, that's not how you do it or it needs to be done this way. Having things just done for you too as a kid um, could maybe stem to, could maybe lead to this type of imposter syndrome. And um, the last type of imposter syndrome is the soloist. And this is... Um, I feel like within the past two and a half, three years now, um, especially with the pandemic and uh, lockdowns and quarantines, the soloist type of imposter syndrome has definitely like blew up. Everyone's trying to do it on their own. Everyone's trying to um, put on all of the hats and and just be like, the one person that does everything. Um, these people prefer to work alone. Maybe they have trust issues and don't trust anyone else besides themselves. Maybe they don't even trust themselves. Um, and this is another type of self-worth um, issue here where their self-worth might be lower um, because of them not being able to connect and and trust others in whatever like project or um endeavor that they're working on or going out on um these people also tend to see asking for help as a sign of weakness or incompetence which is also stemmed to self-worth and um our childhood beliefs um, our beliefs that we, our subconscious beliefs that we developed in childhood. Um, a few questions to ask yourself before you, a few questions to ask yourself to kind of cope with imposter syndrome when you find yourself falling into this mindset. Um, what are your core beliefs that you hold about yourself? This is, this is a great like journal exercise. Um, what are some core beliefs that you hold about yourself? Do you believe that you are worthy of love just as you are? Must you be perfect for others to approve of you? I'm going to switch these around into I statements so you can ask these to yourself. What core beliefs do I hold about myself? Do I believe I am worthy of love as I am? Must I be perfect for others to approve of me? So when you're feeling 
these feelings of imposter syndrome kind of creep up, um, there, these are some strategies that you can try to help, um, acknowledge your feelings. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that video on going around TikTok about, um, uh, this girl's like, my therapist told me to feel my feelings. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so then she reads off something that like her therapist gave her <clears throat> and it goes something like, um, feel your feelings. Where in your body do you feel this feeling? Is it, is it making your chest tight? Um, is it like in your head behind your eyes? Is it in your throat on your shoulders? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your gut? Um, do you feel it like on your side, like your, your spleen almost in your side? Um, is it like, like figure out where in your body this feeling is showing up physically? Um, recognize that this feeling is just a feeling and you can, you can allow it to move through you without judgment and without letting it get stuck and um yeah so what we want to do is is take some grounding breaths and focus on opening ourselves up to allow these feelings to flow through us rather than get stuck in our bodies um and that was my my version my words of it um this therapist um talked about it way differently but that was my version um, another tip is to build connections. So um, find people in your circle or people that you trust. Maybe this is even like a roommate, a family member, a friend um, that can offer you guidance and support. Definitely reach out to professionals if you feel like you need extra help. Um, I always mention this, but I offer human design readings and I'm in the process of also developing a um, human design course that is created for people looking to heal their inner child and also help future children grow up in their own magic and knowing their own power. Um, it's going to be really powerful. So that's launching in July. I'm still looking for pilots. Um, if you're interested, reach out. I have an application in the show notes. Um, and yeah, more information down there. So scroll, check it out. Um, better help is another really good spot that I recommend you checking out. Um, if you need extra guidance and support, you are able to meet one-on-one -on -one with your therapist, I believe, twice a month. And then you can also join groups every week. Um, I just actually did my first group with adults with neurodivergent brains. And we talked a lot about um, autism and ADHD and just kind of like steps to take to get a diagnosis if you want to. Um, 
it's more like a support group. So it's just like us sharing our own experiences and supporting each other with um, a therapist, like as our, our mediator, our guide, asking us questions and stimulating the conversation. So that was my first group through BetterHelp. And um, it was actually really cool. Um, so definitely talk about these feelings of imposter syndrome or these imposter feelings that you have with people around you, um, with those connections that you make. Um, challenge yourself, challenge your doubts, ask yourself why you're thinking these things. So go back and say like, what is my core belief around this thought? Why am I thinking this way? Um, where is this coming from? Where is this stemming from? Where, where am I being called to heal myself right now? Do not compare yourself to others. And this is a thousand percent why I love teaching about human design is because when you are able to recognize your own energetics and the energetics of the world around you, then comparing yourself to another human doesn't even make sense anymore. We know that our energy is unique to us and we're given our energy for a reason knowing how to use our energy, following our strategy and our authority um, is so important. Everything else in our lives will just start to fall together once we're able to recognize our own gifts and our own energy um, and just basically stop comparing ourselves to other people because um, they're not us, we're not them. And Human design is all about differentiation. The last thing that I want to add about imposter syndrome today is that um, having all of this information and knowing what imposter syndrome is, knowing the different types of imposter syndrome, and like learning about tools and tricks to help fight off imposter syndrome is great and everything. However, um, and I talked about this in episode 23 on neurodiversity. So, however, this can also be dangerous because it's almost like we are blaming the victim of imposter syndrome rather than addressing the real problem of the overworking and hustle culture within our, within our society today. Um, so, again, like I always talk about, we are all unique in our own lives and our own energy and our own experiences. We all have our own perception bubbles of how we, we view the world around us and how we view ourselves and other people. So it's a sign to start looking within yourself. It's a sign that your body and your mind and your soul is literally calling out for healing. Um, listen to it. You need to, well, you don't need to do anything. Don't listen to me. But, um, like, it's time to change something. If you're following a plan given to you by somebody who is a generator, for example, and you're a projector or a reflector, this isn't going to work for you. 
Like take what you want from that, from them. They are giving you tips and tricks that work for them. That's great. But if your energetics work differently, if your conditioning from childhood is different than theirs, like that might not work for you. What what it really comes down to is knowing who you are, knowing your gifts, and understanding that you can trust yourself um, when you know yourself. And the only way to know yourself is to be yourself. Well, the only way to be yourself is also to know yourself. That's kind of like a duality phrase, isn't it? My um my little tagline right now is you gotta know yourself before you can be yourself. However, I'm realizing now in this moment that you can also flip that around and say, you gotta be yourself before you can know yourself. <laughs> wow. Cool. Okay, this episode um, is just a mini episode today, so it's a little shorter than my normal, like, 40 to hour-long episodes, Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I, I like dropping in with you guys every week. It's just sometimes there's a lot going on, and yeah, this week I, um, just picked up, like, a lot more workload for um, my nanny job. And yeah, so I'm going to be kind of just buzzing around town, doing a lot of extra things before this job ends um, at the end of June here. So yeah, I'm looking forward to having some more time that I can record and spend with you guys. But these next few weeks are probably just going to be some mini episodes or um, some unedited um interview episodes that i might post we'll see what happens but thank you for listening um i hope you learned a little something today and um if you're interested in learning about how you can be a pilot for my upcoming program redesigned um definitely reach out um there will be discounts for anyone who signs up for the first beta round of redesigned and i'm so excited to start working with you guys um also uh human design readings are only available through the end of july um then i'll be discontinuing them and only focusing on the course redesigned so if you want to get a reading done before then hit me up let me know love you guys and have a magical week